I like how you took the risk because I was telling you like, oh yeah, my uh, what I say, uh, it won't let me sign in the FaceTime, and you mm-hmm. was like, all right, give me fifteen minutes. And then you called me as if I could sign in the FaceTime. <laughs> I was like, like, at this point, he figured it out. <laughs> and it's it's so stupid because I was um, I I opened up FaceTime to to do this pod, and it told me to sign in. And for those who don't, well, it's not even for those who don't know, because you could set it up this way. But I had an iPhone first, so I have my iCloud account is a different mm-hmm. password from whenever I signed into my Mac, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I put this password in, and it was just had the little spinning thing, like continue. So I'm up here googling what's going on, I'm restarting stuff, coming off force activity. You want to know what fixed this? What? Unplugging the Ethernet cord and then going on Wi-Fi and it worked. And I was like, and this happened before too when I tried to uh update my Westness. I don't know if the Ethernet cord is bad or whatever it is, or it's messing up the time, date, whatever. But that's what fixed it. But before we get into this pile proper, I don't know if we have that much to discuss this week, but um we gotta do some housekeeping and we might as well just do this at the top. Damn it, I realized that. <laughs> When I first set everything up, right, I had all my news articles and everything ready to go and forgot I had restarted my computer. <laughs> so I don't even have this thing that I wanted to talk about up. Let me see where it's at. All right. So this has to do with Love and Hip Hop, but it kind of okay. affects us too. So there is a date set for Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. The date is June 13th. Now. That's around the corner. Yes. And usually June is the month we get to take off, which bothers me because I enjoy that month off. <laughs> so instead, I think the last episode, if we record on a Thursday, will be May 18th, which gives us three weeks off. And it helps because we got Memorial Day. I have Sarah's birthday. My goddaughter's graduating. So a lot of things is happening during that time. So it gives us a little bit of a break. We'll be back. I have the, do I still have the calendar up? Yeah, I do have the calendar up. Uh, so June 13th is when they come back, which means June 14th is when we record Love and Hip Hop. June 15th mm-hmm. is when we record um, Equal Opposites. Equal Opposites. Okay. And we're in a decent time, too, because all our shows are done. So we yeah. don't have to worry about that. Uh, I have this lineup, and it's usually... So here's the here's the interesting part about this lineup. This is from The Rap. So, uh, and I'll be quick, because I know everybody don't love hip hop or whatever. We'll watch it, but there's no guys featured as far as the starting lineup. It is all focused on women. And there's three people who are new. Uh, besides, let's go through Sierra Gates. Bambi is on here. Uh, Erica Mena, Rashida, Spice, Yandy. All right. And then the three new ones, which we talked about in a couple of weeks ago. It's on a love hip hop feed. Erica Banks, which is the rapper from texas had the busted challenge so you know her for amy luciani i don't know who she is uh i'm trying to see if there's an oh she's a rising rapper amy and and then the other one is actress and supermodel jessica white she is one of nick cannon's ex-girlfriends and i think she have a do they have a kid together i was gonna say not baby mama hmm i probably do knowing nick uh, Jessica White is an American fashion model. Uh, 
the, 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 the personal life. No, they don't have kids. She don't have a kid. Okay. Not in her personal life. It don't show. She, well, yo, why, yo, <laughs> can we discuss this part about life? Why the best part of, to me, the be- my favorite part of Wikipedia is the personal life. So her says White has given interviews about her cocaine addiction and mental illness. She used cocaine to cope with problems. Her wait with the problems her mother had. It's a weird sentence. Like you, your mom's go- well. I guess you know she overdosed on cocaine at twenty after her battle with depression. She is now off cocaine and considers her mother to be her best friend. As a child, she witnessed violence and was molested by a family. Yo, she might be too deep for this show. She looks to be mild. She looks to modeling as her say as her saver, saying it allowed me to leave and travel to Paris and New York when I could re- finally relax and be out of an abusive environment. On October 2010, this is years ago, White was arrested for assaulting a woman in New York City. That's the end of her personal life. I guess not. I guess her and um, Nick Cannon ain't got no kids. Okay. Anybody? Anybody on that list you excited about? <laughs> no, you got to really think about it too, though. For those that don't, Sierra, we know the Sierra and Erica broke up. Uh, Bambi and Scrappy gonna do what Bambi and Scrappy gonna do. Rashida That's and Yandy, fine. I think their whole thing is doing um, gonna be on the restaurant business. They're trying to break through too, and you like okay. Oh, additional members are uh, Eric gonna be on this Mama D. Oh, and I heard Erica back. Yeah, Erica Dixon, Carly Red, Rennie Rucci. You know, Young Jock, Kendra Robinson, Shekana, and Chaotic. How is Chaotic in Atlanta? He moved. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. I mean, fucking um, <laughs> Safari gonna be in Miami, so. That's what it looks like. Safari right. be everywhere. But with them kids. <laughs> but with them kids. He has literally been on every single love in hip hop. That's he right. He was in New York. He was in Atlanta. He was in uh, California, LA, or whatever. He's gonna be on Miami. Hold up. Uh, this is this is breaking news. Hollywood Unlocked is, is reporting that Chris Brown and crew allegedly jumped Usher during a skate party in Vegas. I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't the, believe the, it. The, the problem with it is like, why, why would your crew jump Usher? It only said jumped Usher crew. It says jumped Usher is this headline. All right. What was supposed to be a fun day celebrating Chris Brown's 34th birthday, which has which happened to fall on Cinco de Mayo. Wait, what are you talking about? You mean his birthday party or his birthday? Because every year going to be Cinco de Mayo if he's born May 5th. That don't make any... Okay. Um, <laughs> the celebrity-filled birthday celebration for Breezy went down to Skate Rock City in Las Vegas on Friday. Here's the funny part. I've been to Vegas plenty of times. I ain't know there was a skating rink. Where's the skating yes. <laughs> rink? I'm like, wait... <laughs> But we also don't be really leaving the strip. Nah. So. Yeah, I've been to the strip. I've been downtown. So if they ain't out of one of those two places. Uh, da, 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 da. Usher was one of the one who put this uh, put on the surprise party for Chris and even host the event, which also makes way more less sense if y'all jumped him. While the birthday bath started out pretty smooth, a close source shared that it, went, it all went downhill a few hours later. So Chris Brown reportedly got disrespectful with the singer and actress Tiana Taylor for an unknown reason. The source explained that Chris Brown was noticeably intoxicated when he initially approached However, so the usher step in, the insider went on to say the alleged. All right. Well, y'all, we'll see you next week. <laughs> What's going on with that story? Because that sounds crazy. All right. Uh, what's been going on in your world? Anything, anything interesting? You've been enjoying the weather? 
Um, Seems like spring is finally springing. It it does, right? Um, well, let me see. And I ain't really even doing nothing. Uh, the usual work and school and practice and whatever. Uh, I went to go see uh, Guardians of the Galaxy last night. That was good. Well, we got to talk about that next week. I got. I'm gonna see it tomorrow. I'm gonna see it Sunday or or this weekend. But it was good. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Let me ask you this one question: the post credit does it pertain to Guardians or does it try to like continue the story that we're on with like uh, not Thanos? I wasn't gonna call it uh, Kang or whatever. Like is it? Is there was no Kang sightings. <laughs> <laughs> Even yo, if there was, you know, like if they had planned on it, they was like, nah, we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna do that. Uh, long, is it, how long is it? The movie, uh, shit, how long was that movie? <laughs> it's supposed to have started at nine. That was call time. Um, and <laughs> places, people. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know you got the previews and shit, so you got you know do your math and maybe two hours, I guess. It's not that bad. When is, when is uh y'all uh prom? Your high school when they doing their prom? The twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. My my uh my goddaughter just went on prom and that shit hit you, man. Uh, her mom sent me pictures and I was like, "Yo, why does it feel like I just was changing this little girl diapers?" And now she is going to prom and about to go to college. And I'm still upset with all my friends for having kids because it is a great indicator of how old you are. I thought about yo, you know what was wild. Something was turning 25 this year. And then I did the math. It was like 25 years ago, I was 16. Like that shit blew me. I was like, golly. Yeah, uh, where is the time going? I don't know, but let's see. Oh, I've been watching some television. That's what we could discuss real quick. Not discuss real quick, but um, I know I would probably rail against this. I mean, I rail against this before. I don't say it on the pod, but. I'm really enjoying Hulu's Dear Mama. I watched the first two episodes of this, and this is about Tupac, Shakur, and Afeni. Mm -hmm. It is really well done. I didn't think we needed another Tupac documentary, but the way this is is, uh, directed, the stories and how in-depth they are getting not only about Tupac's life, but about his mother's life. Uh, Before she got with him, when she joined the Black Panthers, how she came from North Carolina to New York, um, her being in jail, defending herself in court and then how they interweave that with how Tupac is. And it's basically, you learn so much about why Tupac is Tupac by how he was raised and who he was raised by. Mm -hmm. And the way I'm telling y'all the way they play with the music and the storytelling and the emotions. I had to show Sarah the end of episode two because of how many episodes is it? uh, So far four, Well, this is going to be, I think it's only five altogether um because the end of episode two like they have so much of this tupac footage like when he was speaking to indiana and going off and they were like yo some people could talk the talk but do they walk the walk and it cuts to when he was in atlanta and shot at those two off-duty police policemen who were attacking i think a black guy and that's how they were like oh no tupac was about that life and when he got picked up, I, so so they're doing this and they're playing Sadie by the Spinners. I think Sadie's by the Spinners. And um, they got this like uh, um, acoustic guitar version of it playing. And they're like, well, Tupac did this, blah, blah. And then his, his mom picked him up from jail. And 
there's two stories about this man shooting people. <laughs> there's two incidents. The first one was he shot at the cops. They went to the studio. And I think this is in episode one. And he's just sitting there calm as hell, like chilling, blah, 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 blah. And then everybody's just like, this dude just shot at somebody. The police are on their way and he calm as fuck. And he's like, yo, I want y'all to hear this. And that's when he first played them, Dear Mama. Then when they talk about his mom picked him up from jail, he put the tape in for his mom. And he was like, I want you to hear Dear Mama. And so the beat starts swelling. And they said, they was like, yo, his mom cried. Because he was like, oh, he actually understood what I was doing. And I got him. I was like, God, Lee, the way the music, I'm telling y'all, watch this. Y'all can start with episode two, but start with episode one. But the end of episode two, I was like, God, Lee, it's, you know what it is? It's giving me last dance vibes. Cause okay. for us, we I I watched the ninety six. I mean, not the, not not just the ninety six Bulls. I watched that whole era, right? So I knew everything, or I thought I knew. But the way they're telling you and going back and forth, that's how mm-hmm. they're doing it here. Because we haven't got past. <clears throat> I think we have poetic justice. We he did juice, did poetic justice. So he hasn't done me against the world and stuff like that. But. Really good documentary. I'm happy you said that because I ain't gonna hold you. I was kind of like, I don't need to see another damn Tupac thing. Yo. Like, <laughs> that's the whole reason I haven't went to go. I don't know how many documentaries or like shows or whatever y'all gonna do on the man. Like, come on. Yeah, it's and it's good because you remember on the last dance, it would be let's show you. We're not gonna focus on the 97, 98 year, just that. We would go back into Michael Jordan in college, his first year with mm-hmm. the Bulls, blah, blah, blah. So it's doing, it's doing the same thing as far as we're not just going to show you Tupac. We're not just going to show you Afeni. We're actually going to show you the Black Panthers and Fred Hampton and all of them and showing you how all this connects into who Pac became. Because we didn't even got to... What was... Oh, I was watching what you call it. Angie Martinez has this thing on YouTube where she's doing something about albums. And she chose, I thought it was going to be an episode of a different album. No, it is one season full uh, based on one album. And the one album is Biggie's Life After Death. And they're interviewing Fat Joe, uh, the person who made, uh, who shot you. And who was there? Oh, no, Fat Joe was the one who was there when Biggie and Tupac did their freestyle together. And he's like, yeah, they did that right after a Big Daddy Kane concert and blah, blah, blah. But so they haven't got to the Biggie friendship. They haven't done any of that yet. Um, but yeah, check it out just to just to see. I don't know. I, you know how when we're when you get older, you start looking back at your life, not your life, but at things that feel like it's greater than what they might have been. But it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to think about the era of rap we were from, we came from, and just in like Snoop was Snoop as far as his character, but he wasn't. Like, he doesn't fall into this categories where if you listen to a Nas, a Biggie, a Jay-Z, or a Pac, especially with how old Nas is, like, 20 or 21 with his first album, but Biggie and Jay-Z don't make, not Biggie, sorry, Biggie and Pac, 24 and 25 when they die, and Jay-Z's debut album is 26, and you're like, they sound so mature as if they went through life already, and then, yeah. like, you try to compare it to the young rappers we have now. Now, I'm not saying Kendrick and Cole did not sound wise beyond the years, but then there's a lot, a, a lot of other ones you'd be like, y'all do sound like some kids. But I don't yeah. know why our rappers are sounding so, uh, those, those, I not feel everybody. Like, I mean, you know what? I, they went through life for real, for real, <laughs> at a young age. And not that these kids don't, because a lot of them have gone through some stuff. I think it's the music, the production. 
honestly. It just had a different feel to it. Not that, that that's a bad thing. It just feels different when you hear their music compared to like the um some of the older music. Yeah. I also want to talk to people uh, maybe the generation behind me and be like, yo, what hit for you? You know, like 2008, who was, might have been a bunch of Jeezy, T.I. was there, Lil Wayne. No, Wayne was their guy. Wayne would have been like, oh no, that was our Pac, that was our Biggie whenever Wayne came out. But also get upset with Wayne because he took the Tupac mentality to the next level. And I remember when he was doing all these, it wasn't even the features, it was all the mixtapes he was doing and unreleased stuff he had. And I was like, damn, if you're a Wayne fan, it will be impossible for you to be able to have all of Wayne's albums. Like there's like, that's not happening. Uh, some of it just would be too difficult. Whereas somebody who is a Marvin Gaye fan can have all the records. You might, yeah. <laughs> you'd be like, oh no, I have all the records that Marvin Gaye ever put out. I'm not worried about it. Oh, then I was like, why, why was I thinking about Marvin Gaye this week? It was because that Ed Sheeran <laughs> um, lawsuit. And it wasn't even the Marvin Gaye estate suing him it was a co-writer from let's get it on who tried to sue ed sheeran for thinking out loud because he said he sounded similar but you can't what you call it you can't copyright core progression that's what it is so that isn't going to happen uh anything else because really this this week was super super slow and uh we got what's the other thing we have to talk about oh you did watch um Bel Air, right? You you caught up. Yes. Okay. Uh, any any thoughts on Matt Geller? It, uh, you like the what was are, the thing? Uh, Carl Lagerfeld. The the uh, he was a fashion designer that died, so they were just like honoring him. Like so, I guess you dressed in, the, and that's why Doja was dressed as a cat because Carl had a cat, so she and uh, so she wanted to be his pet cat or whatever. Um, oh, I thought the thing was black and white. <laughs> Maybe that was Carl Lagerfeld. Splash of red. I don't know, Carl. Maybe Carl Lagerfeld. Uh, that was his. That was his style. Maybe yeah, because he uh, it, on. If you go to his Wikipedia, he's wearing black and white with the all white hair, okay. black sunglasses. Here's where. Here's who I thought would kill this thing. Chanel. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, nah, she wanted to show yep. y'all she had body. She was like, uh, "Listen, look, uh, look at me." And my- you know what, sis? Do you? But what happened? When did this Janelle Monet come out? Maybe when she said she was pansexual. Maybe that's when she was like, yeah, all right. Because like, when I've seen a clip of her dancing on top oh, of the Oh, yeah, you saw that? Yeah, she's trying to give you I island vibes. Like, <laughs> I was, first of all, I thought that was the after party outfit. I didn't know that was the outfit yeah, you uh, wore to the Yeah, because it was like three parts. Gala. Yeah, the, it was three parts to it. Like the coat and then this little see-through dress and then the, the two pieces underneath that. Let me tell you something. I ain't mad at you, Miss Janelle. You want to show your body, sister? I was just like, when did this transition happen? Because you was very conservative, and I don't have to show my body for this, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, you have a lot of these outfits were ugly. What about uh? <laughs> th- did you see the interview with Lala did with Diddy and Carisha? No, we are here oh with two people who just officially shut down the carpet. Carisha Young Miami is here. Puff, aka Love, aka Diddy, we are in the building. All right, so I have I have I have the million dollar question right now. You ready for it? The million dollar question is so do y'all officially go together real bad? (laughs) 
I, I'm asking. I want to know. She gonna answer that. <laughs> she got you. You not answer that. No, no, I'm asking. Of course. It's official. Saying. Real bad. It's, 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 I don't know what you're asking. <laughs> we definitely go together real bad. Oh, from, well, well, we, then then yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Then that's what it she's, is. She's my date for the night. She's, she's no, it's just a good date night. We, we, oh, we, it's we, like a date night. Date night. Date night. We don't put titles on it. Everybody wants us to put a title on. We don't put titles on it. This is like my best friend in the world. One of the most beautiful people God has blessed me to Absolutely. meet. Absolutely. And I'm blessed that she's my date tonight. So after Carisha says she was single last week, she showed up to the Met Gala with Diddy. And... Lala, you would. This is the funniest part about it. Lala asks them, "So what is this? What are y'all?" And Diddy starts stuttering. Uh, this, this like my, this, my best friend in the world, and like we blah blah blah. This we blah blah. Like this man has been in the industry for thirty years. This man has dated women for thirty plus mm-hmm. years. You would mm-hmm. think he can be like, "Yo, it is what it is," and move on. But he was. He's like, "I'm sweating up here." Blah blah. Long story short, we ain't putting no titles on it. That's what they said. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I feel like you having a midlife crisis while you're dating a woman half your age. Um, I'm she, in love with a man nearly twice my age. Is that a reggae song? What is this? What is this song? You've never heard this song? What is it? No. It's a reggae song, yes. I knew but you've it. never heard twice my age? No. I'm like so surprised. No, the only reason I'm so surprised is because if you at any point in your life and you ever went out and you know you like a club or bar or whatever you get to the reggae part of the night it's like five songs they're gonna always play and twice my age is always one it's yeah. like twice my age and murder she wrote I've heard and of like you have got to have heard twice my age no because uh the parties we went to didn't have reggae stuff like that like we like the, that's uh, crazy i went to parties i was outside when we had a no limit set that was crazy and I, cause I thought I was the only one listening to No Limit and we'll get to a No Limits. And I was like, oh shit, all y'all know these No Limit songs too? Why the hell was No Limit so damn big up here? But no, I went to the, I've been to the Wild Hair once, but again, that was 20 years ago, almost 20 years ago. I couldn't remember if I had, I might have heard it. I don't That's remember. So, it. I, that is so crazy. Cause I promise you, and I'm, any, any place you didn't been to where they have sets of music, you know, you just sitting there, that is going to be in the reggae mix. Okay. Golly. Well, make sure you go listen to that when you get a chance. <laughs> listen to this. I mean, I was going to tell you to play it now, but I forgot that we can't really play it on the podcast. And so, although I don't think that's going to be copywritten, but. Probably won't. I'm in love with a man nearly twice my age. Don't know what it is, but it's a hit for me. You will days. As I go my way, I don't care what people say. I'm in love with a man nearly twice my age. I can say without a doubt, I've never heard this song. Wow. Never heard this song at all. All right. Uh, let's get into Bel Air and wrap this up because this is not really nothing to talk about this week. It's been a very, very slow week. What did you think? <laughs> it has. Like, I've actually read the lyrics to this song. I know. Look at it. It's wild. <laughs> I was reading it while you played it. She only want an older man so she can get all the money. That's mm-hmm. literally the whole purpose of the song. Yeah. She gonna, she gonna scheme and scam it. That's, I feel like that's all reggae songs. Did you know? Do you know reggae? Not reggae, but Jamaican people like, uh, like in Jamaica, they like country music. Did you know this? Yeah, I uh, kind of heard that. Where did that come from? I don't know. 
It's funny because uh-huh. I listen to Ebro in the morning and Shawnee Culture is like an honor, honor, honorary Jamaican, but he's from Trinidad. And they'll play like Whitish Wednesday and they'll play Kenny Rogers, know when to hold him, you know, when to fold him, like if they're doing country or whatever, right? And they they tried to explain to him, like, yo, this is big in Jamaica. And he's like, what are you talking about? And they said, yo, Wyclef did a jam rock version of this song with Kenny Rogers. They play this in Jamaican clubs. And I was like, why did Jamaican? Like, what, what, what is it about country music? I mean, is it the storytelling? I wonder if that's... I, I was about to say, I think it's the storytelling. That's exactly what I was about to say. The storytelling. They All make right. a reggae version of everything over there. It's like... <laughs> we were sitting there like a bar or something. And there was like a reggae Tony Braxton song. And we was like, what is this? They, that's how it was in Hawaii. We was in Hawaii on our Uber, driving to the hotel, and there was nothing but island versions of every damn song. And I said, what is going on over here? So you're thinking like that's just one radio station. But when you walk in this walking in there and the, you can hear music in the stores and stuff, they're playing island versions of all sorts of songs. And yeah. a lot of Bruno Mars, because he's from there. But other than that, I'm like, wait, there's a market for just Island? Now you're telling me there's a reggae remixes of everything. It's a, right, I was like, we was really sitting in the, this little bar and they, every song came on. I was like, what version of this song is this? Why? Why? All right. What did you think of the season two finale of Bel Air? Um, what happened again? Wait, when did you watch this? When we got right done with it? Uh, uh, probably, yeah. Uh, let me see. Oh, oh no, I do have Viv to go. And the other Viv have to... came up with a plan. Yeah. So, well, she gave her that. So, that was cool. Um, so, yeah, she's, she officially became the, the director even though Phil at one point tried to tell her, nah, don't do it. And she's like, you're doing the same thing you did the last time. So she is going to do her. Uh, we, I thought that we were going to get, because again, we've seen the original Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, that at this founder's coronation or whatever it was, that we were, that Carlton was going to overdose like he did at the dance. Instead, mm-hmm. after winning, he just made this big ass confession that he is a drug addict and he's a very good one. After he put hands on his little sister and told her, "You better not say a damn thing." Um, <laughs> her face made him feel guilty. Yeah, and then it led to a whole huge argument with the parents. Uncle Phil came at him, so like, "Yo, how long you been doing this? You got this shit in my house." I like that they gave us those two dynamics, though, like him, like off jump being upset and like going off and they come. Like, okay, nope, that was not the way to handle that. Let me go back. Because that's realistic, I feel like. Yeah, and that hug. I was like, they give you some really good man moments on this show. I really applaud uh, not only just the way men can tell each other, like, I love you, blah, blah, and look out, but just how they look out for each other early in the episode when, um, what's her dude's name? Jeffrey checked Phil on, what's her girl's name? Erica? Erica, yeah. Yeah, he said, man, a woman I was liking like this bitch. Oh, a woman liking the way you. I disbitched her. Yo, you know what's wild about it? So at this in the episode, Phil is like, look, be in my own office, but I'm gonna go to the meetings, blah, blah, let me do my own thing. And she brings the champagne, and then kiss him, like, oh, I got caught up in the moment, right? The wildest nah, part about bitch, her. No. The wildest part about <laughs> no, this you did is, not. You plotting and scheming, you scot, you slimy heifer. 
the wildest part though is this woman looks like a homewrecker. And when that and this that not I'm not saying the character. I'm saying this if you told me this woman be going from man to man scheming, <laughs> I believe you, but I'm like, that's just her look. But she they they casted the right woman. Like, you could see that she evil. I'm like, if she had you was like, no, she got a family, been married for 20 years. I was like, yeah, right. She she cheating on it. But here's my thought, my question to you before we get any farther. Would you want your man to tell you if said woman kissed him if he had no interest in her? If he had already told her, like, no, it ain't going to work. Don't touch me like that, blah, blah, Do you need to know? Do I need to know? Um, oh, shit. I don't know if I need to know, but I'd be happy that you told me. What is your next move after that? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Are you telling him? In my head, I want to be like, I'm going to check this bitch. But if you handled it, then I feel like I'm supposed to trust you. (laughs) Oh, you feel like he's all right. uh, (laughs) You're familiar with six brown chicks, right? We're going to deviate for just a second. No, what is six brown chicks? I believe it's a podcast, but it's also a Twitter feed and people send them their questions and relationships advice and stuff like that. And they usually have some wild stuff. Case in point, this question. I'm a straight man, 5'11", 240 pounds. My girlfriend of three years found panties in my car. She woke up the whole neighborhood demanding that I tell her, quote, what fat bitch left her drawers in her car, in your car. Those are my panties. I like to wear freaky things under my clothes. But I couldn't say anything. I felt so powerless as she slipped my tires and put a tire iron through my window, my windshield. How do I tell her that I like to wear panties, that I'm that I'm the fat bitch that she's worried about? My question to you is, what you want your man to tell you <laughs> at this point? Do you want him to lie and say, yeah, I'm cheating. I broke off it. Or do you want him like... Listen, I'm faithful to you, but I'm into this kinky. This little, this is my little kinky, freaky shit. Which one gonna get you to stay? Because I feel like <laughs> neither. That's what I think. Once you see if that's not in, like if that's a turn off, you be like, I can't picture you in draws, fam. That's now if even if I, you know, I'm still attracted to you, but then when we get into, I'm thinking about you in panties, and that don't work for me. I feel like y'all could work through infidelity. If, <laughs> But I, it might be harder to work through the panties, which is sad. Like, damn. All right. Nah, I'm not working through no infidelity because then you think you can do it again. Uh, where we want you let go? it slide the last time. Yeah, why not? What's so different? Where is Will? Will started this episode back to hustling, and he was damn near about to get killed until Jazz saved him. And they end up, I think they end up helping, they, they end up helping Doc because he was, he, he learns from the team that Doc actually did do some good things for everybody else. And uh, what's that dude named Lonzo or whatever, Lorenzo? They, they were able to figure something out. They spent this whole season leading up to this for it to be taken care of so, so easily. Yeah, so quickly. <laughs> it so was could, just wrapped up. Buy you out. You know, and you can go start your own thing and do whatever you want to do. In the midst of all this, everybody shows up 
to this founder's coronation, right? We got Doc there. You know, thanks for helping me. He feel, I mean, Will did show some growth because he even looked out for his uh, old high school team and was like, here, y'all can run against us and so y'all can get better, blah, blah. Jackie was there. And Jackie was so apologetic and wanted to start things over. But Will only has eyes for Lisa. And I said, this is why in the regular Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, they did not have, there was never, I don't think there was an episode where there was two women fighting for Will's affection. (laughs) There was like one woman per episode rule. And uh, because they don't do a good enough job to not feel, make you not feel bad for Jackie. You were like, oh man, she really liked you and she cared and she opened up to you. And then you fucked her and was like, nah, I want to get back with Lisa. That's 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 where I'm at. And well, she 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 uh did the fucking. He was like, I, let's talk. She was like, nah, we can. Oh, fuck. That, oh, you saw. <laughs> listen, but you, you know, y'all see how she just did that? She's like, nah, you can. I, if you dating Shell, say yo, I didn't cheat. She did the fucking. I, I want. I wanted to talk. I'm like, yo, I want to talk about my girl Shell. She the best. She the best. And she did, she did the fucking. He was just basically like, nah, her little fast ass, she was the only one to do the fucking. So, uh, but Drew had told Lisa earlier, like, you always got eyes for him and you ain't gonna have eyes for nobody else. So they kind of made Drew. Can we shoot whoever created this curly wig for her? Because I don't, I don't like it. I think the, maybe it was just old or something. Like the first time she went, I was like, okay, that's kind of cute. But then after a while, I was like, can, can we get this Rick James wig? Uh, a little extra juice, a little a refresher. What's happening? No, can't do that. Um, so then they talk, and I want to be your friend, and they kiss each other. Blah blah. Um, what else am I missing in here? We're missing this. Another reason, another thing. So just like there wasn't two women vying for what's name was the uh Will's attention, Ashley wasn't an important character till she got to high school. I couldn't care less about Ashley and the little white girl. Uh, I think her name is Olivia. Uh, bonding. I'm like, I don't. I, I couldn't care. I, I'm cool with. Ash, I still on. don't understand how she didn't get. Uh, I don't uh, get Ashley it either. Fired. I doesn't make any sense. Yeah. How? Or is that what they're? She lied and said she didn't do it, and then late, oh, she's gonna get her first heart broken. Like this girl was the reason, and she she tried to say she wasn't. Uh, anything else in this episode? Oh, we forget about Jazz and Hillary. Man, he went over there, poured his little heart out, told her how he feel. And then Hillary said, can you promise you won't hurt me again? I won't get hurt. He's like, no, realistically, he can't. Like, this is is relationships, this is love. And she chose Paris. Would you have chose Paris over? Yeah, you would have, because Jazz too short. So you would have chose Paris. (laughs) 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 You would have chose Paris. I don't even think I'd have been at this place with Jazz. Like, we would have been great oh, friends. Man, funny, so I don't know. The funny part, though, is Sarah says she saw the actor who plays Jazz, and she said he was there. She's like, he really is tiny. And I was like, what? I don't know. I mean, he's a good Jazz, but yeah, he's. he's I like really, him as Jazz for sure. Uh, but Coco, like 5'10 without heels. And yeah, they be putting her in on white boots. <laughs> I'm like, why do y'all do this? And she always got on heels. So, but, um, but realistically, would you, your man, come to you, and you got Paris and an NFL player on the line? Where your your ex, I guess, is going to be. 
What, what you picking? You picking love or you picking Paris? I mean, but see, here's the thing. I don't think she never loved her ex. I just think because of, I think they just decided to let each other go for like their for career purposes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I don't think she never not loved her ex. So if this is love that you, you know, you always had and y'all would have never broken up had he not gone anywhere and y'all, you know, y'all vibe, y'all know each other's family. You don't have to try. You know, everything's great. Why not go back to your ex? I also think it's more sort of the lines that she feels safer with LaMarcus because like that's the known and Jazz is the unknown and he can't even promise I won't get hurt. So I'm like, F that. Let me just go over here. Um, Two more things before we get out of here on this episode. Why do you think Uncle Phil text Erica back for dinner? You know what? <laughs> you know, because I actually forgot because I couldn't read the text. It was so far. I was All like, right. the text saying? So she said, she was like, um, dinner tonight. He start off with can't tonight, dot, dot, dot. Then arrests and says, sure. Uh, I don't know. He wanted to be, I don't know. I feel like they're going to try to set this up to be like, Aunt Viv so busy at work. And she's focused on them and him going to be like, oh, I was feeling alone or whatever. I don't freaking they, know. They're doing but... the reverse, right? Because remember in the original Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, they have marital problems due to Phil running. I think that's what it uh-huh. is. Maybe they got to go to Soul Train to get their love back or whatever and stuff like that. <laughs> go to Soul Train to get <laughs> their love back. <laughs> uh, so I think that's what's going You're right. That is going to be Viv being so uh working so much and that but like this is foolish because it never seemed like any part of Uncle Phil would be a cheater. Um yeah. two, especially with this person, this specific woman, you think is smart. Yeah. I feel like Jeffrey gonna be on his ass, like, nah, son, we not. No, Jeffrey that. got his own problems. People taking pictures. He really shouldn't have reached out to his son. They're like, Oh, we got you now. We got you where we need you. And Last but not least, I don't think I, I mentioned this. Maybe I mentioned, I, I think I mentioned it, but I honestly think the next season, yeah, I think we talked about this. The next season is going to at least, at least start at the summer. Hopefully it's not a season full of the summer, but at least start at the end of the summer uh, mm-hmm. should be. I'm always trying to figure out where they're going because we've seen the show and I'm like, well, Lisa and Will don't end up together. He don't end up with Jackie either, but are y'all going to go that route or are y'all going to try to flip it and reverse it? Oh, shout out to Missy Elliott also, for getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, why they give us so many of the later storylines so early uh, in I the know. show? Because like, I'm like, we didn't get Jackie until college. Yeah. We didn't get Lisa until college. I mean, the, the Lisa Lisa, not yeah. the first Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> not the Cree Summer Lisa. Right. Like, what... <laughs> What is this? Are we finna just go through a series of him dating a bunch of women and, and Lisa being like, nah, that ain't it. Like, what is this? Yo, Elby, I'll be, I would love to ask the, the creators, like, yo, is this the Cree Summer Lisa or the Nia Long Lisa? Like, are y'all tricking us? Because remember the Nia Long Lisa, her dad loved Will. They He had to try to break up with them because they hung out so much. They went to the strip club and everything. 
her dad didn't like Will. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's, but, it's growing on him. Yeah, though, now the they got the little baby. My daughter. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, that is it. Anything else that happened? I don't know what's going on this weekend. I'm supposed to be going to a wine tasting later on today. Ooh, uh, where at? Uh, it's at downtown Oswego. It's in a park. They got some like live okay. music and some um, what you call it? Cute. The weather's nice, so that's what's up. Yeah, it was like it's a two day event. I was like, let me pick the day where it seems like the best weather, and that'd be today, Saturday. Uh, Brian McKnight still finding his battles with his children. Shout somebody come get him. Uh, I checked out of Brian McKnight when that man came out. Well, let me show you how your pussy. That's when squirt, a lot of people so. did that. That was one of those days on Twitter, y'all. If y'all wasn't there, because <laughs> if you was not on Twitter doing that time, sir, what were you doing? He's, and I guess you thought you was being funny and making a joke, but you don't get funny parody joke vibes. No, and it came out of we ain't heard from Robin McKnight. He's just on the piano. I'm like, let me show you how you. And we was like, what? With a doing? whole little video though. Mm-hmm. Something. He was invested and committed. TikTok, da 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 da. I think that might be it. Let's see. Um, you you did you want to chime in on Ayala and Ebony K Williams and the bus driver situation? Thoughts? Nah, because I ain't actually uh listened to it. So I don't know if I got all the facts. I mean, I know that she was saying, like, would you date a bus driver? She was like, if he owns the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I know people got upset about that, but I think the part when she doubled down and then started commenting on people who have blue collar jobs or just being average and you need to aspire for more about, I say you should just keep it to yourself. Not, not keep that thought to yourself, just saying, for me, this is what I want. I'm not knocking anybody else who wants to drive, who dates this, blah, blah, blah. Instead, she just like shit it on like middle class people. But, and then she was on Breakfast Club and all this. It, to me, I, fam, Ebony K, what was she? I love, not I love, what's that shit called? Real Housewives of New York. And she damn near railroaded that season because now they haven't been back since then. Um, and then other than that, most people don't like her. Carrie Hilson caught red handed liking posts. It's either going to be like some conspiracy, some conservative, or some sex. What, what was she liking? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh no, it was just about some plant parents. You got any plants? They're going to die. See, I'll be trying to want plants that like, don't need that much attention. <laughs> I, I should, am not I a should, plant mom. I can I should tell get you like that. A, uh, I should get um, like a cactus or something. I keep saying I was going to get a cactus. I, I feel like I found a way to kill that. Oh, what about the brat and her and her wife? They only chose the white donor because the black donor looked like Jiminy Cricket, according to the brat. And then Judy had to. Why do we need to know that? We didn't. And then Judy said, my wife made a joke. That was not. We, there wasn't that many black donors, blah, blah. And in, in the, the bank they chose and stuff like that. I said, I don't know why people crack those jokes. I would never have said anything like that. I wouldn't even, depending on how the baby looked, I wouldn't have told y'all if it was biracial. If we chose the white donor, y'all didn't need to know that part either. I said, I feel like that's going to come out strong. I don't, whatever. I don't know why we need oh to know. Oh my goodness. And then it's the trifecta. Isaiah Washington says some of his best teachers were clan members. I was like, what? <laughs> Go sit down. I Isaiah Washington. It's him and um, what you call it? 
What's the old dude's name? How did you how did you know they was clan members? I don't know. Oh, we're yep. we're in the middle of a writer's strike. For those who watch Game yep. of Thrones, they said they were done with the scripts. So they can go into production. They might run into trouble if they have to do any rewrites. They might have to do that shit on the fly because you won't be able. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gonna see some more coffee cups on the on the stage. Uh, let's see. Rasby announces a new member of B2K. I don't believe that. Oh, who else? It was Shaquille O'Neal. Oh my gosh! It was somebody else that's trying to get BET, and I forgot who it was. Why is it Shaquille O'Neal? It's three people trying to get BET. Shaq, Brian. Oh, Outside oh, of Diddy and Tyler Perry. So yeah, Diddy, Tyler Perry is uh, so Diddy is one group, one person. Tyler Perry, and then we heard about Byron Island. This group is Shaq, Fifty Cent, and Kenya Burris from Blackish and Grownish. So everybody, <laughs> listen, I have no problem with y'all buying it. I'm trying to figure out who, what y'all think y'all gonna do with it. Like who, who's part. got the best plan? I wish it was uh, <laughs> to like try to help this channel because boy, this was an institution for us. And now I can tell you what be coming on BET. All right, that is the episode. We'll be back next week. Hope you enjoyed it. You can tweet me at one and only. You can tweet Shell. As like Shell, you can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on the Snappity Chat at I'm Nils with the Z Shell. Make sure you follow the website, 1515F. Check out our other podcast. Check out the latest episode of our Patreon. I went to go see my brother. I mean, I didn't go. I went over to see my mom's last weekend, and I played the game that you played with the movies with my brother he did a little bit better there was a couple of them he was <laughs> he was hard he was hard with but he did a little bit better uh and i think that's it i'm gonna take yeah that's it all right until next time i'll say peace she says bye